What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Moving to Florida show. I'm your host, Judson, along with co-host Mohit Badlani. Mo, how are you today? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. Excited to uh, to uh, finally give our uh, great listeners a market update like we used to there do all the time, right? <laughs> yeah, we've changed up the format just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So you guys that have been listening for a while, you know, um, back in 2020, we were doing monthly market updates. It seemed like for a while there, things were changing so rapidly. And I mean, I guess realistically, nothing's changed or everything's <laughs> changed. They are still changing rapidly, right? With nothing changing and everything changing at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Florida, the paradox state. <laughs> we live in the matrix here. <laughs> right. All right. So so here is our plan, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, like we said, we used to do these um, uh, monthly market updates, basically where we would go back and look at what the real estate market was doing here in Florida. Um, just go over the numbers, you know, pending sales, what homes are selling for, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, you know, we were kind of doing those as a bonus episode, but we had discussed moving to maybe doing them quarterly. And, you know, that's that's what we're doing, or at least that's what we're going to try for here. Let us, yep. you know, definitely let us know your feedback. Um, but we've got first quarter 2021. We've got all of the sales data from January, February, and March. So we're going to kind of work through that with you, tell you, um, you know, what has transpired and um, maybe give some predictions on what uh, next quarter is going to look like as well. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> all right. Well, how, how did January look? <laughs> it closed off the year pretty strong. Did January flop? No, so, it didn't flop. Yeah. Either. Indeed. So, so January, I mean, it started 2021 strong, right? Um, we had closed sales way above historical averages. Um, and you know, it looked like everything was strong or so we thought now it was strong, but it just got stronger from there. Right. Real strong, real strong. Wait till you hear all the progressions of, of, of our numbers here. Right. Yeah. We were just kind of working through these numbers and looking at everything. And it's just uh, honestly a little bit mind boggling. It is. It's crazy. It's crazy. All right. Well, let's let's dive right into it. Um, January of 2021. Um, let's start out with the pending sales. Um, so new uh, new pending sales, basically um, homes going under contract in January of 2021. Um, we had an increase of 16.9% for single family existing homes. Um, and I'll note here that's existing homes because really, for the most part, we're only looking at resales. We're not looking at new construction, though, um, as Mo's mentioned before, if you know, he as a buyer's agent sells new construction. He can put that in, in the MLS and it would be counted in these numbers. But that's probably only a very small percentage of actual new homes that are being built that are being listed in the MLS like that. So for the most part, this is just resales. Right. Sorry for the, the tangent there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not new construction, guys. It's resales. There might right. be a little bit of re- re- new construction. We, we, well, what we do as realtors, we... Uh, well, the ones that want to get credit for the ones that we've sold as new construction, we do what is called a uh, sold data entry. Now, sold, sold data entry is basically, hey, someone bought a house from a new builder, and for some reason, the builder did not put it on the MLS. A lot of builders don't put their uh, their you know specs and whatnot on 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 the MLS. So what we do is we go back in there once it closes, uh, and we put it on the MLS. The reason we do that is a when we do when someone does resell in that community later on in the future they have comps to look at instead of going into all the way into orange county records they can just look at in the mls and say hey okay this house sold for let's say 300,000 in january of 2021 so they have something to compare it with when they do decide to put them home on the market in the future 
Right. Yes, absolutely. So, and then some, some of the builders do sometimes put new homes right. in the MLS as well. They'll put, you know, uh, they're building 300 homes in a community. They'll put one or two on MLS to try to, you know, get the attention. So, you know, that, those do end up on there. So anyway, 16.9% increase in single family existing homes compared to January, 2020. Of course, January, 2020, it was business as usual. We didn't know that we were going right. to have a, a worldwide pandemic. So, I mean, this is kind of pre-COVID, post-COVID numbers that we're, we're looking at here. So 16.9% increase in single family homes. And then the condo townhouse segment had a really big increase, 32%. Wow. That too, year over year, 32%. That's really big. And then in January, closed sales of single family homes statewide totaled 21,587, which is up 18% year over year while existing condo and townhouse sales totaled at 9,608, which is up 24.6% over uh, January 2020. The statewide median sales price is what threw me off completely. Yeah. So this was, I mean, this was Kind of where we were, you know, the trending. We were trending this way, but right. So I think in in late 2020, it hit right at 300,000, right? I think, and I remember doing that episode. I remember when we recorded and we said, this is the first time it's ever hit 300,000. And that was in like September, October, I want to say. And so it kind of stuck right around there. So January, 305,000, which was a pretty big increase if you go all the way back to January of 2020. Um, it was up 15.1% from January of 2020. Wow, that's huge. And uh, the median prices for uh, condos and townhouses were up uh, at around 230,000, which is up 15% year over year. Yeah, so basically 15% increase in both categories. And then um, looking at new listings. So new listings, we're starting to see the inventory crunch here. I mean, we were already seeing it in the later part of last year, but um, new listings were down 10% year over year. Um, And January is normally, there's a lot of new listings coming on the market in January here in Florida where, you know, temperatures are already starting to warm up. People are, you know, know that spring's right around the corner. Um, So yeah, we're 10% year over year um, decrease in the single family category and then 7% uh, decrease in the condo and townhouse category as well. Yep. Uh, on the supply side of things, on on supply side of mar- of the market, uh, inventory active listings continue to be tight in January as well. Single family existing homes were uh, at a very restricted one point six months worth of supply, wow. while uh, condos and, and townhouses were uh, you know about three point nine months worth of supply. Now, usually condos and townhouse supplies are uh, up usually more than single family homes. But 3.9 months, I've never seen that. Even 1.6 months for single-family home, I've never seen that. And uh, it only gets worse from there. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, 1.6 months is very, very low supply. I know back in the latter part of 2020, we were hovering around like 2 a little over 2% inventory. So we're already seeing that start to shrink. And I mean, if you you just look at the numbers we just went over, you know, you've got new uh, pending sales are up and new listings are down. Uh, what happens? Inventory shrinks. This makes sense, right? So it'll be interesting to see how this develops as we go through February and March. 
Yep. Um, yep. One last note on January. Um, the average interest rate, according to uh, Freddie Mac, this is for a 30-year fixed rate mortgage, was about 2.75% uh, in January of 2021. So, I mean, that's a fantastic rate, um, but that is a lot lower than it was January of 2020 when it was 3.62%. Yeah, and that still was really, really low. Three point six two—that was right. historic yeah. low at that time. Yes, absolutely. All right, it looks like we got February numbers now. Let's jump into February. Yeah. So in February, again, it was basically record low inventory. I mean, we were just talking about that with one point six um, um, month supply, and in February it was even lower. So record low, record low inventory. Um, basically, continue to put pressure on the home prices as those were rising, uh, creating challenges for buyers. Yeah, absolutely. New pending sales rose 11% with 10.9 for single family existing homes compared to February of 2020, while new pending sales for condos and townhouses units increased 35.4% year over year. So, so it sounds like, you know, similar increase for single family homes, 10, 11%, um, January to February, but then the condo and townhouse kind of jumped again. It was at 35.4%. Um, so, you know, we're starting to see a surge in that kind of segment. It seems like, um, absolutely on the, on the closed sale sides, uh, single family homes statewide in February were up 15.7% year over year. So we've increased the percentage there. Um, and then on condos and townhouses, Sales were up twenty eight point seven percent from since February of twenty twenty. This is the one that really boggled my mind was the statewide median sales price for single family existing homes was three hundred and fourteen thousand nine hundred, almost three hundred and fifteen thousand wow. dollars. That's that's fifteen thousand, almost ten. Sorry, ten thousand more than January. Now we normally yes. see like two thousand, three thousand, you know, fluctuating here and there, but. Uh, at a $10,000 increase. That's crazy, which is up 16.6% from the previous years. So according to to data f- from Florida Realtors Research Department in partnership with uh, local realtors and board association, that's where we got the data from. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we were just talking about, you know, back in late 2020, it was 300, 300, 301. Boom. January, right. it jumped to 305. And here we are in February at 315. That's that's insane. That is insane. Now, uh, for condos and townhouses, the units were at two thirty. Median units were at two thirty three, two forty, which is up sixteen point six percent over the year. Uh, over a year ago, figures. So the median is the midpoint. You know, which is the halfway half the home sold for more or half the home sold for less. That's right. So I do have a a quote here from uh, Florida Realtors Chief Economist, Dr. Brad O'Connor. He's the one that does these reports every month that we help pull this data from. So that's a tremendous help. So uh, Dr. O'Connor said the statewide inventory of active single family home listings, which Florida Realtors has been tracking since January of 2008, is currently at an all time low. So inventory currently at an all time low. Um, At the end of February, February, single family inventory was down 56.3% compared to a year ago. Uh, And most of this decline has been a result of our ultra high rate of sales. So yes, new listings coming on the market are down, but homes are selling that much more quickly. So, you know, over a 50% decrease in inventory versus a year ago. That's crazy. 
If it keeps again, going this way, we won't have any homes to sell. That's, that's right. <laughs> and I mean, again, we're talking about, um, you know, we're talking about February 2020 is our basic comparison there. So again, you know, pre-COVID before really we knew that anything like this was going to happen. Um, so, I mean, it was, again, right. kind of business as usual at that point. And uh, here today, we have over 50% less inventory of single family homes. Um, so in February, right. new listings of single family homes were down 4.9% year over year, um, which was a little bit better than January, but um, it's still, you know, we're still going negative there. We're still, um, still have right. less uh, new, new listings coming on market. Well, it says uh, in February, closed sales. It just goes into closed sales. So we're yep. going to go right into closed sales for condos and townhouses, uh, which rose 28.7 year over year, while inventory in this category is still high relative to what we're seeing in single family homes category. It was still down 34.4 compared to a year ago. That's right. Then uh, looking over at the supply side of the market, um, again, I mean, this is a theme here, right? Uh, inventory is remaining tight in February. Um, yep. single family existing homes were at a very restricted 1.3 months supply. So we went from a 1.6 month supply yep. in January to 1.3 month supply, um, in February. And then over in the condo and townhouse segment, um, we had 3.4 months of supply. So we were seeing that shrinking as well. Yep. And, uh, according to Freddie Mac interest rates for a 30 year fixed rate mortgage averaged at, <clears throat> Excuse me, averaged at 2.81% in February uh, 2021, showing a slight increase from uh, February of uh, 2020. That's right. All right. Well, let's let's check out March because spring buying season is back. So, um, I mean, this is, I think it was what towards the end of March where we released uh, our episode that was the state of the, the market uh, yep, update. The where market. We, we go, I think we just came on a basis that, hey guys, we don't know what's happening. This market's crazy. <laughs> it's a free for all here. <laughs> there we go. So, so yeah, I mean, um, we were seeing record sales basically. Um, uh, I have another quote here. This is from uh, 2021 Florida Realtors president, Cheryl Lambert. Um, and I think, you know, this quote pretty much sums up March. She said, intense buyer demand combined with the high level of home sales sparked by very low interest rates continue to reduce inventory levels, which is challenging for potential home buyers due in part to this extreme shortfall of homes for sale and the relative uh, relative to high demand, home prices keep rising, which also impacts the availability and affordability of housing options, especially for first-time buyers. Yep. Man, that's tough. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's pretty tough right there. Uh, closed sales for single-family homes statewide in March totaled 32,819, which is up 23.3% year over year, as well as a sharp increase from February, while existing condos and townhouse sales totaled at 16,518, which is up 52.6% over March of 2020. Yep. The uh, the statewide median sales price for single family existing homes, are you ready for this? <laughs> was $327,000. Wow. So that is an 18.9% wow. increase from the previous year. And if you're good at quick math, that is a $12,000 increase from the previous month. Wow. That's 22,000 from January to to, uh, to March. That's right. That's right. 
yeah, I mean, this is when we put those together, we're like, wow. And, you know, uh, again, I'll be really interested to see what April brings because I feel like, you know, based on what we're seeing in this market, that number is going to go up again. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, to cover it real quick, I know we've, we've mentioned this before on the show. We've mentioned this when we do these episodes, but the median is basically just the mid price price where homes are selling. So it's not necessarily the average. So, you know, go back to what was it like seventh grade arithmetic. Um, It's the middle point. So if, you know, 200 homes sold, it's the hundredth home, you know, it's right there in the middle, whatever that one was. So again, this isn't necessarily an average, but um, it's just the middle of the market. But I mean, it gives us a really good idea. Um, Go ahead. So March, yeah, March uh, median price for condos and townhouse units was 242,000 which is up 15.2% over the over the year uh, ago figures. So uh, March had crazy numbers of pending sales. I see that 48.2% for single family homes and 126.4 for condos and townhouses. Yeah, that is an increase from March of 2020. Wow. Um, but okay, so this part makes sense because uh, new pending sales were really the first statistic that could like that was affected by the pandemic last year. So, you know, it's kind right. of mid March, everything started shutting down. Right. And, um, you know, I, I think especially on the condo and townhouse segment that suffered a little bit more in the early days of the pandemic. Um, I feel like there were probably more deals there that were under contract that fell through right. or, you know, people maybe still move forward with purchases of, of single family homes where they didn't with the condos as much. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes hey, sense. I, I want to revisit, though, the um, the condo and townhouse median price. Back okay. in in March, um, at two forty two, which was a fifteen percent increase from year over year, but it was also a almost nine thousand dollar increase from the previous month. So that was a big jump as well. Right, right. These are starting to look like California numbers. We're not that bad yet, but it's <laughs> starting to look like California numbers. Well, to we me. do we do have California buyers moving here. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. have. Like, how much do. is that house? I can buy six of those. <laughs> All right. Uh, You have another quote here from uh, Brad O'Connor. That's the reason these year-over-year numbers are so huge. (laughs) It might be more useful than to compare this March's new pending sales to those from two years ago in March of 2019. And then when we do that, we find the new pending sales were up by a very satisfying 14% for single families and 47% for condos and townhouses. So he's basically saying it's better to compare it to two years ago versus last year. Right. And so that's an, that's an interesting way of looking at it too. Um, but we do still see growth there, 14% more sales in the single family home category and 47% in the condo and townhouse segment. So, I mean, we're really starting to see some major growth in that segment. Absolutely. And on the supply side of the market, inventory, again, active listings remains constraint in February. Single family existing homes were at a very low 1.2 months of supply, while condos inventory was at 2.8 months worth of supply. Man, that is a significant drop. Point, oh, I think it was what point? Uh, it was three point eight for uh, for February, I do believe. Yeah, three point eight for February. Can you believe three? That? It was three point four. Look back, it was three point four in February to two point eight. Yeah, so I mean a big drop there, and I mean that's with that big growth that we're seeing on that yeah. segment. 
Yes, indeed. Um, yeah, so uh, let's look at interest rate real quick, too. We have started to see those tick up. So in March of 2021, it averaged 3.08%. So again, lower than uh, the year before, which was 3.45%. But we have seen it tick up from you know those lower rates we were seeing in January and February. Right. I'm, I'm excited to see what April April numbers look like. I'm definitely excited to see what April numbers are going to look like. Um, and, you know, guys, I want to address this too. You know, we don't want this to, to scare you away from, you know, your move to Florida. If you want to move to Florida, if you want to buy a home, you know, it's still a good time. It's just the market has gotten tougher. And realistically, right. you know, this that's happening, it's not just Florida. It's going on everywhere. You know, just about every market I hear about, um, people are, you know, paying over asking price for houses. They're waiving inspection periods. They're waiving appraisal contingencies. There's bidding wars on every property, at least if it's, you know, a nice move in ready property. So this is not just Florida. Um, and, you know, I'll say this too. We had a listener reach out to us recently and said, hey, you know, I, I want to make this move, but I'm kind of concerned about buying in this market. We're just scared it's going to be really tough to buy, um, right. you know, but they said they mentioned that they did also have a house where they were moving from to sell. And I said, well, how's the market there? They said, oh, yeah, it's crazy. You know, people are paying over appraisal, pay, paying over asking and everything else. And I went, well, you know, at least you <laughs> will be able everywhere. to take advantage of the market there when you move here. Just make sure, you know, you're working with a good, strong agent that knows what they're doing. And, you know, I, I think a big important part of it, too, is to to be able to make a decision. You know, when you see a property you like, be ready to put in the offer, be willing to offer over the asking price. And if, you know, if you got a home you're selling where you're moving from and you got a ton of equity in it, that's fantastic. You might need to use some of that to pay, you know, to at least offer some appraisal gap coverage. That is true. And also remember, guys, the the interest rates are still quite reasonable, reasonably low, historically reasonably low. Um, so, I mean, I don't see that taking up anytime soon either. The feds are still uh, buying those uh, treasury bonds. So to keep our interest rates low, I don't hear any noise about inflation or anything of that nature either. So uh, Florida prices are still very reasonable compared to most of the country. So come down here and buy some homes. <laughs> That's right, because in a few more months, it looks like we might not have any. We might not have any. <laughs> One point, what point two months supply? One point two months of supply. That's incredible. All right, you got anything else for them? And that is it, brother Mo. I tell you what, you mind if I do the wrap up? Let's do it. All right. Well, we want to hear from you, ladies and gentlemen. What are your questions about moving to Florida? Let us know. You can reach us on our Moving to Florida show hotline by dropping a voicemail or a text message. That phone number is four zero seven. Nine zero zero five eight five nine. That's four zero seven nine hundred fifty eight fifty nine. You can also drop us a DM on Facebook or Instagram at Moving to Florida Show on Twitter at Moving to FL Show because at Moving to Florida Show is too long apparently. <laughs> and if you'd like to connect with us, if you have any questions or if you need a realtor in Florida, you can reach us at our email Moving to Florida Show at gmail Do be sure to subscribe to the show if you like our content so that it will automatically download to your device and get you one step closer to moving to Florida.